All right, all right. This is Brett. Before we get started, I just wanted to say a little something. Um, this is obviously some stuff that none of us have ever experienced before. So if you get a chance, and like make it a priority, don't just, if you get a chance, really make it a priority to start a journal and start keeping track of what's going on right now. Someday you're going to look back at this and wish that you had written it down or had recorded it or something because this is kind of crazy stuff that nobody's ever experienced before. And I, I'm a big fan of journals. I have 25 years of journals off and on. And, um, you know, you, you change so much over 25 years and stuff comes in and out and memories are forgotten and stuff. So believe me, every bit of you will be happy uh, if you take the time to every day just kind of, while this stuff is going on, just kind of capture your thoughts and um, write them down or record them or however you want to do it. But especially if you have kids because, and, and little kids, because little kids right now, you know, they're, they're going through it and they probably don't understand it and they don't realize everything that's going on or the kind of uh, unusual enormity of it all. But um, they'll understand it someday. And as much as you will try to recount it all to them, you're going to forget stuff. And um, some of the stuff you forget is going to be pretty interesting. And they'll be happy that they have a record of it. So um, just you know, a reminder, get a journal going. Uh, write it down. Record this stuff for uh, yourself and for your kids and for anybody else who wants to hear it. Because... Um, life itself is always worth remembering, but extraordinary times, um, you know, require a little bit more, um, effort or whatever to record. So, uh, find a good notebook, something that you're not going to throw away, something that you'll always know where it is and, uh, and write, write your thoughts. Take, it doesn't have to be huge, you know, five, 10 minutes at the end of the day or whatever. Just write down about what, what was going on. And uh, when you look back on it 10 or 15 years from now, it'll seem absolutely, unbelievably amazing to you. And you'll be glad that you did. So uh, here's another episode of me and Brian from the Florida Room. Thanks for listening. It's been an eventful week or so, I guess. And there are we can obviously say like a ton of different things about stuff that's been going on, but one of the things that has struck me the most about this is the people who are worried that it's all like a big overreaction mm-hmm. and that like, oh, it's not that bad. And, right. oh, it, you know, and um, my daughter's, softball they have asked us to not practice for i think until the beginning of april okay or april 6th or something like Which that Which isn't that far away really. so yeah i mean it's basically don't practice for two or three weeks right. is, is essentially what it so then um they were supposed to have a pizza party next week and and the coach texted to say like you know should we have the pizza party still and i texted back and i was like if you're not going to have an outdoor practice right. where the girls are all like, you know, 30 feet away from each other, mm-hmm. it doesn't really make sense to have a pizza party where they're all inside huddled around a table, right. you know, and spitting on food. Right, right. So, um, and nobody really responded after that. And I was like, all right. It looks like I'm the voice in the wilderness right. <laughs> on this one, you know, like everybody's probably like, oh, that guy's such an idiot. But, you know, whatever. I, I don't care. Um, but then, a nut, so then, like, the coach responded a little bit after that and, like, the next day or something mm-hmm. and said, okay, I'm just going to cancel it just to, out of caution or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then this, like, dad goes into this whole, this, like... Texted people? Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I got it. He, he's not going to listen to this episode so right, right, right. you don't <laughs> have to say who or no no, 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 verbatim. no but like he just goes i mean you can you don't even have to read it but you can this is all of these texts are from the same guy about 
how ridiculous it is to have any of these precautions and about how um i i won't go into it but it was it was basically him complaining about it right and how we're soft for doing this uh, well i uh, i wonder if he he is the same person that uh that called into the the waddle and sylvie show th- uh, thursday because i don't know if he's the same person but i guarantee he's the same temperament i this guarantee guy it fucking calls in and goes no why are we folding like a wet towel and running away from this thing <laughs> give me tree brats with some mustard like a f- <laughs> fucking moron like yeah <laughs> That's all you got to like do, right? A, M- right? Mustard seed. Yeah, yeah, that's going to yeah. take care of it. Right. I mean, like it's a, like it's a visible enemy or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's warfare. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> well, like my whole thing with it is, okay, we're, we're not going to know. Bec- because we're taking all of these precautions, right. we're never going to know if the precautions were necessary or not. Right. Because like if... If, it, if the outbreak doesn't become that bad, mm-hmm. then it's either because it was never going to be that bad or it's because we took precautions. Right. Either way, fine. Right. Whatever. The only way that we can figure out that we were stupid in taking precautions is not to take precautions and then have everybody, like, have a million people die. Right. You know? So, like, and I'm not, okay, like, young people haven't really been victimized and healthy people haven't been victimized. But like, I don't want, di- just because people are old, I don't think they should die from it. <laughs> right, <laughs> you right, know? Yeah, like, right. So, it, and We're like. We're all going to die anyway at some time. Okay, that's, right. that's real nice. Right. But, and right. even if like, if even if you go with the conservative f- estimates of mm-hmm. like 10% of people getting it and then like 2 or 3% of those people dying from it. Mm-hmm. That's still like 900,000 people dying. Right. If we can avoid that, we probably should. Right. And like the whole idea of like, oh, we don't need to do this. And oh, it's not going to be that bad. And like, I don't know. I apparently I missed like the infectious disease day at school or something. Because I'm not the fucking expert. So there's a lot lot of people that are a lot smarter than me about this Mm -hmm. maybe we should listen to them right so yeah it sucks yeah it's an inconvenience and it's very uneven like to you know don't go to school don't go to concerts don't do all of that stuff but like pack the lines at the grocery store (laughs) you know right and and, you know there so it's not a perfect setup unless you have like an all-around lockdown Mm -hmm. which you know just think about how people freak out after not having like electricity for a couple of days and like how bad that sucks the discomfort of Mm it like if there's an all-around lockdown you're gonna have people like right i actually half expected the internet to break this weekend because because of all these people at home just like streaming movies and shows and right going anywhere and I don't know. I think it's fine so far. I haven't broken any internet. Yeah, I, 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 uh, me neither. But in like from just being kind of out and about there, I mean, I, I took my kids to Dick's Sporting Goods today to get some softball ammo. stuff and some <laughs> ammo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I had to, had to, uh, reload my armory. Um, and I mean, it was there was pretty busy. Yeah, there were people around, you know, and there was lots of traffic around and yeah. stuff. So, went for a walk, and there was lots of cars out, which is kind of it's no. <sighs> there's a balance. Yeah, like it's nice to see normalcy, mm-hmm. but be careful about it. And yeah, what yeah. I saw earlier that. Um, Illinois is closing all their bars and restaurants until like March 30th or something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that the whole like restaurant thing, especially like we talked about Subway last or I don't know, recently or right. whatever. 
But like, especially something like that where they're handling your food and not it's not cooked. Right. You're putting a lot of trust in these teenage kids, like t- right. properly preparing well, themselves. Well, I mean, you know? well, well, I was at a, a whiskey bar in the city a couple weeks ago, and I mean, this grown ass man like serves our whiskey and he picks it up by the tops of the glass oh, and like Jesus. hands it to us so i'm like come on so so i'm like oh shit yeah <laughs> fucking drink it right I thought, well it's alcohol yeah but that's probably why it's best to do that though to kind of just hold off on things because of sh- careless shit like that yeah exactly <clears throat> but even and I just think like this the subway that closed over there mm-hmm. on Indianapolis Boulevard. Yeah. There was an assistant manager there. I knew it because he wore his little pin that said assistant manager. Mm-hmm. And I went in there one day for lunch. It was during the week. I don't know why I was home, but I went in there for lunch. And he's working, and he obviously has a cold. Like he's sniffling like crazy. Right. And he's wiping his hand, his his nose, like with his arm, and making sandwiches. I saw that. I got the fuck out of right. it. Like, I'm not eating this. And But I just thought, like, you're the assistant manager, and you're doing that? Like, right. how are the – and it was pretty packed. I, I just kind of, like, looked at everybody, and I was like, do you see this guy? Right. Like <laughs> – I'm out of here. Is this, like, the special sauce that they're putting it right. on? Like, this guy's nose juice or something? <laughs> like, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm out of here. So maybe that's why they went out of business. People just got – wise to that right. guy's disgustingness so yeah i don't know i mean fingers crossed that we're able to my kids are loving it i mean they're off school for four weeks now so so when does highland return like mid-april or yeah like uh april 13th i guess the okay. day after christmas or the day after easter okay and they have like e-learning or well for this upcoming week they have nothing oh really they just hang out and then the week after spring break no the week after that is spring break and then e-learning starts the week after that so they have so they have two weeks off and then two weeks of e-learning wow i guess the governor of indiana like last week granted like 20 days for this for like schools to use that like wouldn't have to be made up i think that's what i heard so um they can just do that you know just like it is uh is is march still like i step season or no um that not it it anymore i mean i haven't i haven't set foot in a public school in quite a while yeah i mean there's always some kind of testing going oh, on. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Right. And like uh, my daughter who's in third grade was just doing iRead, which is like another kind of standardized okay. test and stuff. But like there's there's like a testing window when all of this stuff is going on. And oh, like, okay. I, I mean, I, I have, I can't imagine the difficulty that's going to come from this for like the, you know, testing and keeping all of that stuff on schedule and it just sounds like it's going to be an absolute nightmare do they still ask what a wuzzle is i don't know derek is a gold coin right wuzzle (laughs) means mix wuzzle means mix was that i step yeah was it? They gave it to us every fucking year, and it's like drilled in my head. Yeah, I just remember Derek is a gold coin because yeah. there were kids in our class named Derek, and they'd be like, "I'm a gold coin." I'd be like, "No, What's you're an asshole." Means ma- and not you, Derek Hart. Sorry. I'm. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Also, there was some kind of kids' toy around that time in the like '80s or cartoons, the Wuzzles. That's how the I wuzzles? Yeah, oh, that's how right. I already well, see this. That is, we have to look it up. This is why we're thankful that we have phones. The wuzzles. Yeah, cartoon. Nineteen eighty-five. Okay, well, and they are yeah, mixed. That looks like uh, what's that little guy look like? That green guy from uh, 
Like the land before time or something? Maybe. I mean, he has like a dolphin land. Yeah, what the hell is he? They're He's like a mixes. Wuzzleman's mix. (laughs) Is that really what it is? Yeah. Holy cow, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because he's got like a seal's flippers, but his face looks like a dinosaur, but he's got like an elk or like some kind of antlers or something. And man, that's awesome. All right, well, look up Wuzzles and you'll see these these little guys that look kind of cool. They do look like a mix from the 80s. Good memory, Brian. See, next time my kids ask, when am I ever going to use this? I'm going to be like, look, 35 years from now, you're going to have a podcast. Right. <laughs> and it's going to come up and you're going to be happy you remember it. Mm-hmm. There you go, Wuzzles. Did we take that like every year, I step? I don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was every, like, March or end of March, and they asked the same questions. Yeah. Wuzzle was on every year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the only thing I remember about that, I remember two things. One, they used to always drill into our heads to have, like, a good breakfast. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, And they they still do it, like, when they send home the stuff for the elementary school. Like, you have whatever test next week well, I mean, be sure you eat a good right. breakfast and i never ate breakfast or i at right. least i don't remember eating breakfast mm-hmm. and i remember my mom bought a box of apple cinnamon cheerios mm-hmm. and i had apple cinnamon cheerios before breakfast before school one day and i was like why am i not eating this every single day this is so good and like i couldn't wait till the next day to right. have apple cinnamon cheerios they, they were so good it's probably true, actually, because I remember taking the SATs, mm-hmm. and I hadn't eaten anything, and I I was so focused on food, yeah, that I I was just answering like whatever. Oh yeah, I was, I <laughs> you're, was that hungry. you're hungry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, it's kind of amazing. I have a college education. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I, I, I have no memory of taking the SATs. Yeah, like, I, I don't just, know where. Were they at our high school? Yes. Okay. Uh, we had them. Well, I can't remember what room I was in. They were at the high school, and I really remember being seriously hungry. That's yeah. all I remember. W- I, wasn't it always like the morning after prom? I remember. I always remember hearing it was like such a big deal because they would schedule it like the morning after prom. I don't know. And I, I was like, lucky I don't have to worry about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think it wasn't, but I don't know. The morning after prom would have been pretty late, though. It would have been May, yeah. Right. Did you take them junior year? I, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I guess. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I don't remember taking it. I just remember, like, my score was, like, better than I thought. Right. I don't even remember what it was, but I just remember thinking, like, that's like a, that's like what a smart person would get. Right. Like, Mine I was, like I said, I'm lucky <laughs> to have a college education. <laughs> no, I mean, when, when I got my score... And Valparaiso University accepted me. I was like, oh, shit, they must be really hard up for, for student enrollment. <laughs> they, re- they really want to boost their You're minority right. enrollment. Yeah. Well, I mean, they gave me that mystery scholarship. I got a scholarship mystery that I stuff. never uh, applied for. <laughs> at all and it was a pretty nice amount and i th- think it was the half asian scholarship <laughs> maybe we should edit that part out just in case somebody's listening and they go back and they're like they got that by accident he owes us eighty thousand dollars yeah oh yeah strike that from the strike record that from the record that's unofficial <laughs> that's awesome well the other thing that i, I was going to say about i step that i remember is I finished early and like you couldn't do anything. You could just like sit there and wait. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I remember putting my head down on my desk and it was the only time ever in school that I fell asleep. 
Mm-hmm. And I fell asleep with my head down on my desk. And then I don't remember how I woke up, but I woke up with a puddle of drool on my oh. desk. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I sat up and I was like looking around. Like I thought the whole class was going to know that I, A, that I was sleeping and B, that I had a puddle on my desk. What'd but you wipe nobody, it off with? Probably my sleeve. Right. I don't know. But yeah, I, don't, I don't remember yeah. anybody. I don't remember anybody like see, saying anything or it being terribly embarrassing or anything. So. I just remember thinking, like, oh, man, why, why aren't I always sleeping in class? Because, <laughs> like, there were always kids that, you know, some you always knew who the kids were that were going to fall asleep. Yeah. Right? Yes. I mean, there were, there were, okay, so this goes back to the 1989-90 school year that Brian and I met, and we were in Mr. Han's ninth and 10th hour English class and social studies class. And this kid, I, I won't re- I won't say his name, but Brian will know who it is, fell asleep, like, repeatedly. But he fell asleep one day, and Mr. Han had this, like, wooden paddle <laughs> that was, like, like, two or three feet long, probably. Uh-huh. And, like, everybody in class saw that this kid had fallen asleep. So Mr. Han goes, and he puts books on this kid's desk, like, three or four textbooks on this kid's desk. And then he uses the wooden paddle and just whaps the the stack of textbooks. It was so loud. And the kid who was sleeping just, like, <laughs> shot up. Like, I thought, I can't imagine what he was thinking, like, when he woke up. He probably thought, like, I gotta the, check my pants. The, yeah, That's the world was, was ending or whatever. But, um it, and, like, we all saw what he was doing, you know, beforehand, mm-hmm. that he was going to do that, but... I, that that poor kid just like I'm sure his freaking heart skipped a beat, but and I I mean I would like to say that I remember that that was the last time he ever fell asleep, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't think it was. I, I think it was a pretty weekly occurrence. Yeah, probably even more frequently. Yeah, pretty regular thing. But oh well, the beauty of uh, middle school teaching. Um, so I read this article right before I came over here about the North Pole, which mm-hmm. might be a good place to be for coronavirus isolation. But they were, I had never thought about this before, but now that I think about it, it, it like makes sense. But like the North Pole is the only place on earth that time doesn't matter because it's, it's so fucking cold. It's because it's cold, but, like, it's at the top of the earth, obviously. There's no land there. It's just the ocean. Mm-hmm. So, but there were there was uh, some special ship that was docked there or, like, whatever there for a long time studying, like, the ice and the ocean underneath it and all this crap. And there were, like, 100 people on this ship just living there for a while. And because it's in the north, it's where all the time zones come together. So there is no time zone. Like, it's all the time zones, which means there's no time zone. Right. And at the North Pole, the sun only rises and sets once a year. It rises on the first day of spring, and it sets on the first day of fall. So for from first day of spring to first day of fall, it's always light. From the first day of fall to the first day of spring, it's always dark. That's it. So when it's always dark and there's no time zones... There's, like, no need for time. Right. So they would just decide whatever time it was. And they would adjust the time depending on who was coming, like, supply ships would come to restock them or whatever. And wherever the supply ship was coming, they would have to gradually readjust the time in the North Pole to to meet the time that the ship was coming. So they would like reset the clocks every day so Mm. time was just constantly changing and like it didn't matter because if it's always light or always dark and you're not doing anything besides hanging out on a ship anyway right you're just it would just be so weird that's wild and like they said the only thing that would like keep them in check was every sunday they baked bread so they knew that if they smelled baked bread, it was Sunday. <laughs> but other than that... How did they know that it was Sunday, though? Because they smelled the bread. 
But they just oh, but how did they know? Yeah, yeah. So somebody had to know. Yeah, somebody had to be paying attention to it. Well, oh, they were like being jerks though, and said, "Hey, (laughs) fuck these assholes! I'm gonna bake some bread." (laughs) Right. I don't care if it's Sunday or not. Well, the other thing that kept them in check was the the data and the instruments because they had to take readings from instruments like every so often. So they that would you know they would they would keep that in check, but like. Just like the natural like rhythm of your body or whatever. Would they go crazy? I would that it didn't say anything about that, but I it seems like you would. Yeah. Like to never know what time or maybe it's just me and I, you know, I'm well, obsessed with time, so it would if your body just sees like constant nighttime. Right. Doesn't doesn't it fuck up? I thought so. I just, I, it just would, I would just feel so sluggish all the time, right. I think, you know, like just you wait, how do you ever feel like rested and ready to go? Right. I mean, I here, like if we go like, you know, a couple weeks without sunshine mm-hmm. in January, right? I'm ready to like jump off the cliff, you know? Right. So like for it just to be dark constantly, it sounds horrific. Yeah, I don't like it. But, I mean, you know, you have to be some kind of hardcore scientist to want to go up there anyway. Right. You know, so. But one of the things that they um, that they mentioned in this article was when you're in the North Pole, the people in the International Space Station are closer to civilization than you are. Because the International Space Station orbits at 250 miles above the Earth. But when you're at the North Pole, you're more than 250 miles away from civilization. So, like, people in space are literally closer Closer. to civilization than you are. Jeez. Like, maybe we should just stay away from there. Yeah. It just seems like one of those things that's asking for trouble. Like, there's... There's obviously a prehistoric sea monster up there, like <laughs> somewhere. Obviously, right? You, you like don't want to mess around something? with that. Yeah, worse, worse than Nessie? the Kraken, the <laughs> the abominable snowman, right. the, the uh, what, what Christmas special is it that has uh, uh, Rudolph? Rudolph that yeah. has the snowman. Yeah, mm-hmm. although he ends up being a nice guy, right? Well, I mean, they take his teeth out. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 This goes back to I feel I'm, this is like a flashback to episode one of more later, like when we're talking about the Hallmark Christmas movies. Right. All of a sudden, we're back to the Rankin and Bass. Was that a Rankin and Bass one? The best, the best one. Rankin and Bass. Chris Kringle. Was that no? Is that the one with is? Mm-mm. Wait, no. This is Rudolph. You said yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. What's the one I'm thinking of? Yeah, Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. We had a student at work that looked just like that guy. Like Chris Kringle Chris or Kringle. Santa Claus? No, Chris uh, Kringle. Okay, yeah. Like with the beard, right. like the, the Amish right. beard or whatever, like reddish. Mm-hmm. Dude looked just like him. Every time he would come in to talk to me, I'm just like, don't laugh at the guy, don't laugh at the guy, don't laugh at the guy. Took some serious self-restraint. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it. All right, so let's stay away from the see North Pole, Chris Kringle. Yeah, we're we're making connections here, not even realizing it. Yes. All right, I saw I was in Meyer today, and I saw the most obnoxious thing. I hear, like in the distance, um, Michael Jackson singing. And that, what the hell is the song? But it wasn't him. It, it wasn't him. No, he's dead. Right. Do you remember? He died. I do. Okay. When he died, my son, Brian, was not quite three. Yeah, he died like, what, June 25th, 2009, I think. And my, um, my son, Brian, was not quite three. And when I came home from work, he just kept saying over and over, Michael Jackson died, Michael Jackson died. Like it had just been like, he knew it was like such a big deal. He just kept saying, Michael Jackson died, Michael Jackson. I was like, I get it, Michael Jackson. You don't even know who he is, but whatever. (laughs) Anyway, um, the song that was playing was that, actually, is it Michael Jackson? Um, 
I, I want to rock with you all night. Dance. Yeah. Is, that's Michael yeah, Jackson, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, it's not the overhead light. You can mm-hmm. tell that, like, it's... And I'm looking around, and I see at the end of the aisle this lady who has brought in a speaker that she's wearing around her neck (laughs) playing this god-awful song. And she's pushing, like, this little kid in in a cart. And she's just playing this song, like, loudly. Like, right. loud enough that I can hear it, like, at the other end of the aisle. And then she's wearing these obnoxious, not really sunglasses, but they're supposed to look like sunglasses, that are, like, black, kind of like hearts, but, like, distorted hearts. And she's just walking around the store playing this song, and then she's playing... Um, some song from a wedding. I can't remember. Some like, oh, that cha-cha song from weddings. Um, right foot, right foot, like left, f- left foot, yeah, left yeah. stump. Yeah. Everybody clap right. your hands. Yeah. She's playing that. Yeah, that song comes on. And like, and then some other like Al Green, Al Green? Maybe not Al Green. I don't know. Some other song. Oh, Super Freak. Yeah, she was okay. playing, like, at checkout, she's playing, yeah. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, and I'm, I was really tempted to go to the electronics section and grab a set of ear pl- ear earbuds uh-huh. and just, like, throw them in her cart and be like, here, they've invented these. Do you ever want, like, this incident, like, makes me wonder how how people think like in in what they view as socially acceptable right and what they think of you know as you know this is my right to do whatever i want to well it's this actually fascinates me i just can't imagine having such a craving for attention. Yes. That you're going to do that. Right. Because like she obviously knew when she put this 12 inch speaker around her neck. And was it like one of those airline pillows? Yeah. yeah it was like with hanging, the speaker. In it. Yeah. Okay. It, it was like, it was like hanging from her neck and the speaker okay. was like a pendant like okay. across her chest. And, um, and I heard, I, I like, every time I saw her, I just like walked the other way. Because right. she was craving attention. I'm not going to give you attention. Mm. You're just, but I could hear her say like, I'm just trying to have a good time and just get everybody in a good, like, you're just pissing people off. Like, everybody just thinks you're an idiot. Nobody, right. like, the people, people are giving you looks like, what is wrong with you? Right. Like, I, I don't. Like, she's... She's helping people, like that's doing what she, people a favor, right? That's what she thought. But like, right. you want to help people, get your ass out of the way so people can get around you. And stop like walking in the aisle and like, and then she's like yelling at her kid, "You keep asking me for this, you keep asking me for that." And she's like, she's got to yell really loud because she's got to yell louder than the music to, for her kid to listen to her. Christ. And I'm just like, would you just shut up and get out of here? Like, <laughs> it, but. It does, it does bring to mind something that I have thought about before in that, like, you know, personal, like, iPods and earbuds and stuff, mm-hmm. like, make music more personal than it used to be. Because, like, when I think of, like, have you seen Do the Right Thing, the Spike Lee movie? No. Okay. Or, like... That's just the movie that, always, that that's I just know. the movie that always comes to mind. But there's there's a ton of movies from like the eighties where like people are are like walking around with a boombox or like right. Death Wish Three too. Yeah, <laughs> okay. right, there you go. In Death Wish Three. Now you're talking my yeah, language. Yeah. Which which, you know, I saw inappropriately as a kid. But like you know, the the idea of like walking around and listening to your music mm-hmm. 
everybody was listening to your, your music right. then, you know, but like you're not in a grocery store, but like if you're listening to a music or you're like, you're sitting in your car with like the windows down or whatever, and everybody can hear your music mm-hmm. and you're hanging out or whatever, like that's more of a community thing. Whereas like now we've taken away that community thing with earbuds and everybody, it's just personal, mm-hmm. you know? So like it's less of a community feeling, which whatever, it's just different. But like, Either way, whether it's 1987 or 2020, you can't be walking through the grocery store playing your stupid speakers. Yeah. Nobody it's cares. It's pretty obnoxious. It is. And, like, the music playing is bad enough, but then I have to listen to you sing the song, too. Like, really, lady? Yeah. yeah. Can you just shut up, please? Yeah, I mean, it just, I would have loved to ask her, like, like, interview her and try to, try to peel back the, the layers of uh, her views of just trying to make other people happy and, no, like, I, get down to what her fucking I wanted to go are. up to her and be like, did your mom not love you enough? Right. Like, you're just seeking I, attention yeah. here. Is that the problem? Like... I'm sorry, but that doesn't mean I have to listen to your shitty music. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just want Fucked up people interested. Yeah. It just interests me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, and, and like, you know, in the in the grand scheme of, like, people trying to avoid a deadly disease, it's right. a pretty minor thing. But among the other irritants of the day, like, that was just kind of... As yeah. you as you said earlier when we were talking about something, the old cherry on top, you know, right. like just enough is enough. But I'm looking at my list here of things to talk about, and this was something that I was I was going to bring up for the past couple of episodes, and now it's outdated. But it was people need to stop getting on cruise ships with this whole coronavirus because you're just asking for trouble. Like when the first cruise ship, when people got sick, like people should have figured out, yeah, that's a bad idea. Like, people get sick on cruise ships all the time, even without this. Like, you're basically just going on a huge floating Petri dish. Yeah, and I'm... Most of the cruise ship illnesses are... Those usually, like, food poisoning? Um, Something like that. Yeah. Or... I don't know. There's. It seems like there's been respiratory stuff yeah. before, like flus or something. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever head out on a cruise. I mean, one, I'm not really big into water. Two, I'm not really big in the boats. Three, I'm not really big into people. So, I mean, it's there's three strict the, the trifecta. Three strikes right there. Yeah. I, and, yeah, I... It, just a lot of things just a lot of things to be out out in the middle of water with just a lot of disadvantage yeah yeah i mean i i would probably it wouldn't be on the top of my list of things to do but if somebody wanted to go and like why all right i'll go whatever like yeah. i'm going to i'm going to like you know maintain my my uh hand sanitizer addiction or whatever but i th- I, th- uh, I think if i was asked by anybody ever yeah you'd be like uh, no probably decline yeah be like mm. you you have no problem you don't you don't give into peer pressure on that stuff not often yeah no. that's i don't we never really gave into peer pressure did, i mean we've never had a problem just saying like no i'm not doing that yeah i mean uh with each other uh, yeah for sure um, I'm trying to think. I, I've I've caved in. I there's that one bank robbery once, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, th- I mean that, that was, was a okay. win-win situation yeah. anyway. Yeah, like we get okay. we get money, right? And even if we don't get money, we get thrills. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, as long as you don't get shot and killed, caved in like pressure for drinking or drugs or even. Doing thing like even like if we didn't want to head out somewhere, we right. used to take trips often in yeah. high school and yeah, and in college and 
we like if one of us didn't want to head to a certain thing, we're like, oh, right. okay, well then we just won't go there. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's just good. Just say no. Just say no. Except to cocaine. Yeah, because cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> um, For the record, yeah. I just the thought of cocaine <laughs> to me is hilarious. Um, I don't know why it just is. It, to me, it's just I, like, okay, neither one of us have done cocaine or crack right. or heroin or anything like that. But like, to me, co- the, 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 the funny thing about cocaine is that you just fucking look ridiculous doing it. Right. Like, you're just like, you just put your nose up to it and just like, like, you just look so stupid. Like, I don't know. At least if, like, you're smoking a joint or something, you can, like, kind of pull that off and kind of look cool or something, you know? But, like, it's... Cocaine is, like, the the opposite of, like, a runner's snot. Like, when you're running, you know? Like, it's disgusting. It's a lot of work, I think. Yeah. It's just... And and, and it has to to burn, right? I would think so. I don't know. A lot of burn in the... Benefit, I think, is pretty short-lived. Yeah, and, like, you're always chasing the first one, from what I hear. Right. Like, the first one's fantastic, and then you just spend the rest of your life going after that, and you're never going to get it again, because right. it's the first one. That's why you got to stick with the greenies. Yeah, yeah that means. <laughs> yeah. That's where it's at. Now, those sound awesome. Yeah, just little, little beautiful pills. I saw this article the other day, like, last week, about a teaching assistant... I want to say it was in Maine or, I don't know, somewhere in New England for sure. But, and I think it was at a high school. But a teacher's assistant paid a student $50 to punch another student. A teacher's assistant paid another student $50 to punch another student. Yeah. That is the ultimate, like, that kid just annoys the shit out of me but i can't do anything about it so here go take care of it right that's kind of admirable was it a (laughs) transaction did they have to meet up during office hours i don't know how i don't know how it went down but i know that like the article made clear that the student who was paid didn't actually follow through and punch the other student like apparently that was a very important thing or something but like just like the the like gall to to be like I'm gonna put a hit, <laughs> a hit right. on this student. No pun intended. Yeah, like fifty fifty bucks just to punch him. But if I, I commend the kid who was hired to like realize that this teacher's crazy, right? Like this teaching assistant's crazy, so I should go report her to the authorities. What if it was like three hundred? Like, what if it just wasn't enough? Yeah, right. What if that was the offense? That's what offended him. Is yeah, I mean, fifty. I'm gonna get suspended for that. I better. You need to make that at least a. This isn't 1987, right? The fuck is fifty bucks gonna get this guy? Fifty bucks doesn't even get me a PlayStation Four game. The kids get some like a tank of gas. Yeah, right. Get kicked out of school for a tank of gas. Yeah, and maybe a Slim Jim. Yeah. There's a little change left. Slim Jim. Yeah. Yeah, we... Man, that's... I didn't think of that, that, but that's a good point. Maybe he was just offended by the offer. Yeah, I would be... If anybody offered me 50 bucks to do just about anything, fuck you. Yeah. Better offer me more cash. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, like, if it's worth 50 bucks for you... It's worth like 200 bucks for you. Easily. You know, yeah. like how bad do you really want that kid punched? Right. What he should have done is like 50 bucks to punch him. Like, you know, give me 200 and I'll just absolutely lay him out. Right. Like a punch in the stomach is 50 bucks, but I'm not going to do that. Like I'm going to get in trouble either way. Like give me 200. I'll be sure he's kissing asphalt. Right. Man, amateurs. I kind of feel the same way about that, though, as I do the bank robbery. Like, I never understand the the cost-benefit of robbing banks to me. Mm-hmm. Unless you're robbing, like, the Federal Reserve. Like, you're putting your life on the line for, like, you know, $10,000. Right. Like, it's not that much money. 
So why are you, I, I understand that like, you know, to the bank robber, it's probably seems like a lot of money. But to me, like, if I'm putting my life on the line, there better be seven figures in there at least. You know, I better Easy. be able to like right. get the hell out of here and never have to look back. Like, I'll, I go rob a bank and get twelve thousand dollars. I'm gonna have like a good couple. I'm gonna be living high on the hog for a couple weeks and then be like, shit, I should have gotten more. And yeah, I because if you're uh, called a professional bank robber, that pretty much means you're working at it and you're robbing multiple banks for <laughs> right. how much? Right. Yeah. I read this article about this guy in Texas who was smart because he would, he would drive hours to rob a bank and he would, he had a very simple like get up. He would just like wear a sweater and like a hat and glasses. Like it, so it didn't even really look like a disguise. It just looked mm -hmm. like some weird guy wearing a sweater in Texas heat. But he would drive like five hours away because then they would put his face on the news and nobody knew him. Right. Because he wasn't from the area. So they'd be like, we're looking for this guy. Nobody knows that guy. He drove from like Houston to El Paso or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, like and he got away with it for a long time and robbed, I want to say like over a million dollars over like a few years. But I don't remember how they caught on to him. I think I think uh, I think one of the police officers investigating it, like noticed a pattern of the places that he was robbing, like they were so close to a highway and they were like, whatever. And he was actually able to predict his, when his next robbery was going to be and wow. like caught him like driving away from it or some, something like that. Right. And, um, but even, even that guy, the professional bank robber didn't end well with him. It ended with him killing himself in his car. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. When, when the fuzz was on him, he, he bailed. That's how it ends for those guys a lot, I think. Yeah, it's like gambling. You just yeah. have to know when to say when. If you rob a bank and get away with it, the you just beat the odds. Yeah. And then if you do it two, three, four, five, six times and you still yeah. it's you're playing with house money then. You're, yeah. you're it's just like yeah. Your time's your right. time's limited. But but I can maybe they get hooked. I was gonna say maybe I can see how it could be addictive. Yeah. Like because I'm sure, you know, just from the bank that we robbed, it's it's a thrill. It is. But like if it's a thrill and you get some money, right. you get a good chunk of change, and then like you get a heist boner. And <laughs> Do they call them heists anymore? I'm gonna pull off a good heist. I'm, I'm sure they do, but I would be willing to bet that in the history of the English language. Nobody has ever put together heist and boner. Like I got a heist boner. What? That's what I do. I'm a wordsmith. Yeah, you're real fucking Shakespeare over here. A heist boner. Oh man, that's. That's uh, that's great. I don't want to like talk about. <laughs> I don't want to be a boner killer. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't want to talk about like like hardcore crimes and make light of them. But but I wonder how many crimes are are committed f for the thrill. I mean, right? Yeah, sh like shoplifting. Robbery, breaking and entering. Are there people out there where they become not? I don't want to say harmless, but they're they they don't want to hurt the people. They just like really want to just do the crime and, and right. like take off to try it over. Yeah. Does that happen? I'm sure like the just the like it's like an adrenaline rush, I'm sure. Right. You know, like just adrenaline junkies that are, you know. Right. Um Yeah, I 
I think, but it's, it's more than just like being chased though, because like the, if you're, it's like the ultimate like challenge. Cause like you're playing with your freedom essentially, right. you know, like it's not just like a race where you're trying to like outrun the next guy, you know, and if he catches you, you lose right. or whatever. But like, if they catch you robbing a bank, like that's, to steal one of your phrases, that'll ruin your day. Yeah, <laughs> it will. Did you ever think that you could pull off the perfect crime? I don't think so. I mean, yeah. I have. I've. I've. I, I like, thought about yo. Oh God, I would make an excellent car thief. <laughs> like or, or just something. Well, I I think it's probably so much more difficult to pull off crimes now because there's cameras everywhere. And just just like the number of people that just have like ring doorbells, you know, just like a camera on their doorbell and, you know, cameras at intersections and, you know, they can cameras in every business and they can go back and look at footage and be like, oh, this car was in the area at 2.30 in the morning when such and such happened, you know. Um, well, like the, did I bring up the I had it to talk about I don't know if we talked about it or not the guy that was in the area of a robbery with his GPS yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah. so um but just like that like they were they were on that guy's tail and he wasn't even doing anything you know so if he was guilty it just seems like it's would be harder to get away with something now right but if you do get away with it it makes it all the more impressive Mm -hmm. you know like if you, I don't know, what would you do? Would you rob a car? I, I like property crimes because you're not hurting anybody. So like stealing a car, like you're ruining somebody's day or whatever. But right. like at least you're not hurting anybody. I think, I, th- I, th- I think if I was a criminal, I think I would, um, Probably shoplift, I think. Yeah. Like, what? Like a beef summer sausage? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is me. (laughs) I I don't know. I'd probably start off with clothes, I think. Yeah shirts and and uh, and then bring them into the fitting room and just not take them right off. right right move up to like crab legs like Jameis winston <laughs> <laughs> king crab legs oh that football player dude is yeah. that yeah uh-huh. yeah well he's a rapist too right so like stealing crab legs isn't yeah. a- alleged alleged sorry alleged yeah, yeah i'm not Don't sue me. sure what happened from that actually yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, when I think of shoplifting, I always think of, and not that it was shoplifting, but that scene at the end of Shawshank Redemption, where Tim Robbins is walking out and he's got the fancy shoes on and they're like, funny thing, nobody ever looks at a man's shoes and like, cause like he's supposed to have like ratty shoes, but he switched them out and right. he's wearing nice shoes and like. I always wonder, like, what if you just, like, you know, tried, went to a store, tried some shoes on, and just wore them out? Like, nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know if you came in with those shoes or not. Just, like, swap out your shoes. Right. I don't even... You can't do it with jeans or something that have, like, a tag on them, but... Do shoes have those, like, those plastic things on them? I don't know. I buy a lot of shoes. I should know this. I don't don't think they do. Mm Mm-hmm. No. I, like, if you're buying, like, Jordans, I'm sure those have, yeah, have them right. there. But yeah, Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. My son Brian has a sweatshirt that has one of those security tags on the inside of the sleeve. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know where he got it. I think, like, one of his aunts or something got it for him. Mm-hmm. And... But because of the place that it's on the inside of the sleeve, like whenever they sold it, they probably just didn't even know that it was there. So mm-hmm. they didn't take it off. 
and now whenever he wears it, like when we go through, <laughs> like he's worried that it's going to go off because uh-huh. we can't take it off because we don't want to like mess it up. But he wears the thing all the time too. <laughs> yeah, I I keep waiting to like go to some store and have security like uh-huh. pull him to the side or whatever. Thirteen year old kid trying to shoplift a sweatshirt. When I had to uh, really feel, uh, there's a belt that I wear that they recommend not taking your belt off. Oh, yeah. But I always uh, set it off. Oh, yeah. And I tell them, yeah, this is my belt, actually. No, 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 no. Walk through. And right. I go, okay, I'm but, telling you, I've but done it's going to go off again. Right. Then I'll walk through. Then they want me. Do you have your pockets? If you look, asshole. Yeah. I told you. I'm telling you. Every time. Belt. For concerts, for baseball yeah. games, obviously. Yeah. And one would say, why don't you change your belt? Well, I'm. it pretty much matches everything I have. So I like the belt, damn yeah, it. Yeah, it's a canvas belt. It's, it's awesome. I'm not changing no, it. No, don't change it. Just stick out stick it out a few minutes and tell yeah. me get the hell over there wand thing how do you feel about spiders <clears throat> um they i have uh this weird relationship with them because they're fascinating mm-hmm. i don't want to hurt them mm-hmm. But my first, like, reaction is to usually smash it. (laughs) I mean, I'll be honest. I have moved a few out of the house. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think if I saw, saw like, a black widow, I probably wouldn't uh, smash it right away. Yeah. I mean, I... It's a fucking black widow. Would like, you know a black widow if you saw it? I think so. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I saw this spider on the bushes in front of the house. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was last year, maybe the year before. And it had like, um, I don't know the anatomy of a spider, but like on the butt part of the spider, it mm-hmm. was like yellow and it had like this cool yellow design. And I was like, man, that looks like, and it had like this awesome web. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this looks like some kind of like super hardcore spider. And I took pictures of it. And like, I thought I'd, you know, found some like poisonous spider or something. And I looked it up and it's just like, I don't remember the name of it, but it's just like some common spider <laughs> that like is everywhere around here. But it, it was, I thought the yellow made it cool because I'd never seen a yellow, like bright, like it was black and it just was like bright yellow, right. like the butt part. But I read this article online from an entomologist from North Carolina State that the whole article was about how we shouldn't kill spiders Mm because like they you know and so as part of their research they visited 50 homes in North Carolina and found spiders in every single home they said like there's no home that doesn't have spiders right and he says live and let live and because they're predators and they're harmless and that they're more scared of us than we are of them. The, uh, the, I hate that argument. That, like, okay, yes. the sp- that that may be the case. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't, I'm not scared of spiders, but it, they just give me the fucking creepy crawlies. Right. And like, if if I don't even mind the spiders that I can see, it's the spiders that I can't see right. that worry the shit out of me. My, I was driving with my sons the other day, and. They were recounting this story to each other about when they shared a room upstairs and they were in their room and they came racing downstairs to get me. And they were like, there's this huge spider upstairs. We got to go upstairs. Can you come upstairs and get it? And I was like, all right. And like, I I try not to freak out about it, even though like they they creep me out a little bit. Like, I'm not going to like throw a fit about it or whatever. But so we go upstairs and we can't find the spider. It's not there. So I told them, I was like, one of you should have come down and get me and the other one should have stayed in your room to like track the spider so we could get it. We never did find it. But um, that's the part that creeps me out is that like 
I don't know how they went to sleep that night knowing that this scary-ass spider they right. saw is still crawling around. Where is it at now? Right. right. And that, that whole idea, I don't remember the number, but like supposedly we swallow like eight spiders in our lifetime or some shit. Have you heard that? Yeah. Like, I mean, yes. it sounds like a totally made-up thing. Or eight per month or whatever. Yeah. It sounds like a totally made-up <laughs> thing, but I don't know. Maybe it's not. But just the, the idea right. of it is just disgusting to me and just scary when there's creepy something quote unquote dangerous they always say that thing is more scared of you than you like bears okay no (laughs) no no no. (laughs) i am more scared of a fucking bear than the bear is scared of me it's just a fucking fact. Right. It's just okay. how it goes. Yeah. And so this guy's, you know, making this, the argument that, you know, there's no reason to fear them. And like, okay, maybe I shouldn't fear them. And maybe I don't even fear them. But like, I don't want them in where I'm living. I like, you have the entire earth, but this space right here is mine. So like, if you come in this space, expect some shit. Like, you stay out there where you're supposed Like, okay, if I'm walking in South Korea, okay, mm-hmm. I have all of South Korea that I can walk around and everything's going to be fine and, like, nobody's going to give me a problem. But if I cross that border in North Korea, Kim Jong-un is going to be an asshole and, like, kidnap me and torture me and whatever. And I deserve it because I went in King, Kim Jong-un's territory. Like, if... That spider should think of me as Kim Jong Un. Like, don't come here, or I'm gonna. You're not gonna like what's gonna happen. Right. And only if you catch me on a good day am I gonna like take the time to capture you and move you outside. Because what if I try to capture you and move you outside and I drop you somewhere before I get you outside? I don't know where you are then. You're probably on like some carpet that I can't you blend in with, or the closet, or in my shoe. You're just going to be pushing up daisies, spider. Yeah, it's not good. No. And like in the shower, like you ever see a spider in the shower? I haven't. Oh, man. Because like I, if I see it, if I'm in the shower and then I see it and I'm like trying to spray it with the nozzle, but like the nozzle isn't going all around. So then I'm like trying to brush it with the water to like... And I, I want to just, like, run the hell out of there, but I'm already taking a shower. I don't know. I can't remember the last spider I saw. I mean, it had been in the last, like, six yeah. months, probably. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen, seen one in the shower. One time when I was in high school, I was getting out of... Uh, the shower and I was drying my hair putting my contacts in and then I felt this like itch on my ear and I brushed it off and then I'm looking in the mirror and this spider was walking across the top of my head I started hitting myself hitting myself in the head oh yeah that was creepy oh yeah it is I've been, oh, God, that's horrible. I've, um, like, three or four times I've been at my desk at work Mm -hmm. and had a spider come down from the ceiling, (laughs) like, right next to my computer monitor. Mm -hmm. That's some creepy, because, like, you just, like, see it, like, emerge out of, oh, no, thank you. That's just, no. Sorry, dude. But to capture it and let it outside, that 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 takes a commitment it does we had a we had a um in the old building that i worked at we would sometimes prop the front door open like on the first nice spring day or something Mm -hmm. to let like nice air in and i came back from running some errands on campus and i come back into the office this was like years ago when i still when i had a different boss and they 
two of my coworkers were in there trying to corral a squirrel. They had walked in the front the front door of the building and was just like running around our office like crazy and like hopping along desks and stuff and like they had they had turned over tables to like try to like steer it out. Right. It wasn't working. Like I ended up having ended to up, like yeah. I ended up opening the window and like chasing it to the window and it, it went to the screen and I ended up trapping it between the window and the screen. Mm-hmm. And then I went outside and cut the screen so it could then like get out and close the window and cut the screen so then it could get outside. And then we had to call facilities to replace the screen. The guy yelled at me for cutting the screen. I'm like, dude, it's going to cost like 10 bucks to fix that screen. Yeah, you got the squirrel out of here, okay? Shut the hell up. But you're making them work. Yeah, no kidding. And then another time, on the third, uh, the lady f- from the third floor calls and she's like, hey, we have a bird up here. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, there's a bird flying in the hallway. And I thought she was kidding. So I went up there to, sure enough, there's like this little like, like chickadee or something like <laughs> flying down the hallway. And I was like, how did this thing even get up on the third floor? She thinks that, like, somebody had a window open on the third floor right. or something, and it flew in. I ended up catching the thing between two plastic cups. It, like, rested on a water fountain. Uh-huh. And I just took two plastic cups and caught it in between those plastic cups. Really? Yeah. It stayed still long enough for me to just catch it between two plastic cups. And then I took it outside and let it go. Holy shit, yeah. dude. I could not believe it. That's like, some Mr. Me. Yeah, shit. yeah. As I was walking to it, I'm like, okay, this thing's going to move. It's going to move. It's gonna... It never moved. I just caught it between two plastic cups and carried it out of there. Wow. I was like, wax on, wax off. That's, That's some right. pretty awesome shit. That's pretty so, hardcore. That makes up, like, you know, a thousand spider lives is one bird life. Right. So I saved a bird life. I'm good. I'm good in the, like the you know Buddhist balance of life or whatever. I can <laughs> kill a bunch of spiders and be just fine with it. All right, we did it, man. We made it through an hour. One Another episode, episode of of more later. <clears throat> what you drinking there? Well, I mean, feel this. That is cold. That is ice cold. That is an ice cold scotch and soda. Scotch and soda. Which you called it what earlier? Uh, A uh, lazy man's cocktail. Lazy man's cocktail, yeah. Uh, There's lots of laying ice in there. And obviously you're watching me drink this the whole podcast. This is my second one. And obviously I was happy consuming it. Yeah. You just held this... Um, drink also, and I mean, it's the cold. Drink felt happy. It's cold, so <laughs> the the make your mouth happy, make your drink happy. Laying ice. I think you just invented the official sound of this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, That's great. Right. That is great. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Um, hopefully, we'll be back on Thursday. We'll have to sit. That's kind of up in the air. But hopefully, we'll be back on Thursday with another episode. Um, if not, we'll be back when we're back. Thanks for listening. <laughs>